0: You are listening to the War on Autism podcast, where autism, recovery, and life coaching collide. I am your host, Allison Smith, certified life coach and mom of an amazing autistic son. Hello, everybody. Oh, my goodness. It has been way too long since I've hopped on a podcast, but life has been crazy. Um, I think I've mentioned this before that my son, we're going through this entire season of night terrors. I was hoping that it was something that would be short-lived, but it's proving to be something that we're continuing to fight. We have, however, incorporated some pure magnesium gummies that seem to be helping a little bit, but that is a very new development, and I will keep you posted on the longevity of how many nights we can go without a night terror. So far, we're up to two nights without a night terror. That's the new record. But um, things have been crazy here. We actually just got back from keeping the Feast of Tabernacles, which is now in the news due to all of the things that are happening in Israel. Um, But we were on the beach celebrating with church family and having the best time for the last 10 days. And honestly, I just needed that time with my family. So I put off doing the podcast and I put off a lot of other Um, social media obligations because it was really important to sort of reconnect. And isn't it lovely when you actually get the chance to reconnect with your family and have that one-on-one time without any distractions, um, without having your phone right beside you. It was so needed, so needed. I encourage everyone to take a vacation like that where you put all of your obligations on the back burner and you just enjoy life and the day and memories that you're making. So now that I'm back, I have so much to talk about. But before we dive into this episode, I do want to talk a little bit about detox coaching. So most of my videos and most of my podcasts, the ones that I discuss detoxing are the most watched, the most well received. And if you are someone who is interested in detoxing, just know, um, Detoxing is something that you really need guidance with. I have seen more things on Instagram and through other health socials, you know, 21-day detox, 30-day detox, 30-day detox to great health. And not to be the bearer of bad news, but generally speaking, you're not going to do anything In 21 days. You're not detoxing anything. In 21 days, all you're doing is losing some water weight. And I say all of that because I feel like when I start talking about detoxing, my listeners or followers start going down the path of researching detoxing and they fall into these traps sometimes about, oh, I can do a 30 day detox, it's only going to cost me $45, and I can do this and I can just bounce right back. And That's very false because a lot of these bugs, a lot of this yeast, a lot of this mold, parasites, those types of things, and even just overall SIBO, so bad bacteria in your gut, it takes a long time to get that out. And if all you're doing is buying the pills that they tell you to take and they're not giving you the right liver support, they're not encouraging detox pathways, and they're not giving you those ins and outs and those support mechanisms, then you're looking at doing a very hard detox that, number one, it's going to be difficult on your body. And then secondly, um, it's not going to be that effective. So you're going to do that for 30 days. And you may feel like crap for 30 days because they're not giving you the right support. And then you're going to not get rid of anything that's bad. And that sort of defeats the whole purpose and you've wasted your money. So I just want to throw that out there. If you are looking for actual detox coaching to do it properly, for yourself, for your child, if you're looking at detoxing for recovering from autism, if you're looking at detoxing to help with any other neurological um, disorders, or maybe you are an adult, maybe you're trying to get pregnant and you need a detox before you get pregnant because you want to have the healthiest pregnancy possible, which I encourage for everyone. If that is you, then please do some research. I offer detox coaching. You can book directly with me at www.waronautism.org, and I can set up a plan for you. Or if you don't want to use me, I can direct you to someone who can. Um, I think it's really important that if you start to detox and you're really ready to take control of your health or take control of your child's health, that this is something that should be done Professionally, You should be with someone who has done detoxing before, who has coached other people, who has seen the ins and outs and who can guide you so that you get the best and the most bang for your buck and that you can actually do it successfully and that by the end of your detox, you're like, wow, I feel great. I feel the best I have ever felt and it wasn't horrible on me. So I just wanted to throw that out there. For those of you who have listened about detoxing and you have questions, don't fall into the detox trap. There is no such thing as a 21-day detox, okay? You are setting yourself up for a very hard time and honestly for failure. So with that being said, let's dive in to this week's episode. I am so excited about this because this is something new. This is something new that I am learning about. And as I am learning, I want to share with you because during our journey with Isaac, so... And just like I named this podcast, the war on autism, it's a battle and it's, it's a journey and we are learning daily. And this is just another battle that we have come upon, which is genetic testing. I really put off genetic testing for a long time because I just didn't want to stick my baby. He had such a hard first year of life. First, I should say 18 months, the first 18 months. Months of his life were very hard. He was very sick. So, you know, we did lots of shots. We did all of the doctor's visits. And he was poked and prodded and all of the things. And to get genetic testing, I just didn't want to do that to my baby anymore. I felt like he was so traumatized by doctor's office experiences that I felt like we can address this later on. So that's what we did. We have sort of put put it off. And it wasn't until several weeks ago, I decided, you know, maybe this is what we need because he was having the night terrors. And I thought, well, maybe this is a nutritional deficiency. Maybe this is something that his genetics could tell us a little bit more about. Maybe there's some insight there. So I started to research and I ended up finding a fantastic lab. They're actually, um, from Hendersonville, Tennessee, which is crazy because my aunt lives in Hendersonville, Tennessee. So I thought that was really crazy, coincidental, um, sort of a sign that this was the lab we needed to go with, but they are called Max Gen Labs and I loved them because it was a cotton swab, y'all. I cannot tell you how relieved I was when I looked at their method for retrieving DNA and it was a cotton swab. I at first had looked at 23 Me because I was told no needles with that. There's no blood. It's just spit. So I actually ordered 23 Me. I got in the sample and you had to spit in it. I just assumed when they said saliva, it would be a cotton swab. It was not. You had to spit in the cup and... My two and a half year old is not going to spit in a cup. Like it was hilarious. I tried getting a spoon and like scooping out the spit out of his mouth and trying to drop it in there. It was just it was a disaster. So that got sent back. It got returned. I did get a refund. They have wonderful customer service. I will give them that. Um, and that's when I found the Max Gen Labs because they use the cotton swab. Now with that being said so the console was super easy Isaac thought it was hilarious he thought it was so funny because it tickled the inside of his mouth so that was all great um it took a few weeks for us to get it back but I got so much information and if y'all can hear me scrolling I apologize uh, because my uh, mouse is right beside my microphone But when you get your results back from MaxGen Labs, it starts off with like several pages of written out information. So it's not like they just give you the table of genes and expect you to interpret it yourself, which I thought was incredible. So it starts out with like vitamin D and like how are you able to um, break down vitamin D? Um, Should you be getting more vitamin D in your diet, it starts out with things like that and just general information that is just good to know. Um, If you're someone who hasn't really explored a lot of nutrition, a lot of supplementation, how those things work in your body, this is a fantastic report for understanding it and the importance of those vitamins and minerals in your diet. So every page is specific for your genetics. So every single page, it gives you a little bit of information and then it talks about like, oh, you have risk for, like one that I'm looking at right now, um, you have a risk for low serum vitamin B12 levels. So um, certain things, or you have a heterozygous variation of the MTRR en- enzyme, you know, certain things that they put in there. And after they give you that information, they also give you either symptoms, like these are physical symptoms that may be manifesting in your body due to your genetics, um, like... You may have pale skin because of low B12 or you may have poor balance because of low B12 and and on and on. And it was a beautiful thing to read. It was, I'm not going to lie, I have read this thing probably 15 times because genetics are new to me and I don't think that there's anybody who just gets super excited about genetics and just digs and digs and digs. I'm trying to get there Um, and it is more interesting knowing that this is my son's DNA. This is his makeup. And I have to learn this. I have to know the ins and outs of this so that I can better help him. And one of the greatest things about this was that it does test the MTHFR gene. And whenever we first got the diagnosis of autism, I remember having coffee with my husband's boss's wife and she is the sweetest person. Oh my gosh. She's so sweet. And her son also has autism. So we were just having coffee and just, you know, comparing notes and just basically being there for one another, because we were both going through an autism journey, even though we were at different points in our journey. And she was the first person who mentioned to me about the MTHFR. And she said, you know, you really should get this done because my son has this and we have to supplement him differently. And there again, I was very hesitant because I didn't want to stick him. And we were already doing the detox. We had done all, we'd spent thousands of dollars on other testing. So I really put it off, but With this test, now I know my son does have one copy of that variation, the MTHFR variation. And with that, because I got this genetic testing, I was able to see that not only does my son not break down folate correctly, but most people would take a methylated folate. Generally, if you have the MTHFR, they say take a methylated folate and you're fine. However... Due to this genetic testing, I was able to look and see that even methylated folate is not good for my son. My son actually has to go a step further and he has to get folinic acid. So it's like, I'm assuming that it's even more purified, even more easily to break down. But this genetic testing was incredible because I was able to see that. And let me tell you, finding folinic acid especially with paired with the correct B12, because B12 is one of the things that he cannot break down regularly anyway. It was difficult. Like I searched the internet for a good three days before I found the supplement that was correct for him, but it was such a relief because he was not getting the B12 we were giving him. He was not able to break that down properly. He was not able to break down the folate that was in his multivitamin properly because even in his multivitamin, it was methylated, but it was still not good enough for him and for his body. So now we can supplement him with exactly, exactly what his body needs. And I thought that that was just well worth the money. I mean, the test, I think, is $200. I got to order it myself, which was also a plus because I don't know if you've priced a functional medicine doctor lately, but they're very expensive <laughs> to get it to be seen for them to order these types of tests. Um, Some pediatricians will order this for you, but then there again, you're using a visit and you're paying a copay. And a lot of your pediatricians don't know what to do with this information once they get it, because they're going to get raw data that they don't know what to do with. So I loved this test because I could order it myself and what they sent back was easy for me to interpret. Someone who does not have a strong background in looking at genetics. And it was easy for me to interpret. So it was well worth the money to even know that. But as I went through this genetic testing and as they're explaining things, I also saw that my son is genetically sensitive to pesticides, genetically sensitive. So on the most basic level, he cannot tolerate pesticides. And to me, that is very important to know. We do eat organic, but now we know that... Organic isn't something that we're only going to do for a season or for a small time period of our lives. Like that's something we are going to have to do forever because genetically that is what my son needs. He is so incredibly sensitive to it. And by the way, I did a whole TikTok on this because once I started diving into pesticides, And the link between autism, it was crazy. It was crazy. That's a whole other podcast issue. Um, We will discuss that at a later date. But the genetic test told us that. And then it also told us about glutathione. So my son actually does not have a, a glutathione deficiency, like genetically based. So that was good to know that that was something that was actually working in our favor. But there are a lot of kids that don't. There are a lot in the autistic community that have an issue with glutathione and that of course is your detox pathways for getting toxins out. So really, really good thing to just know. Um, knowledge is power. And as I was going through this further, one of the things that I thought was so fascinating, you know, it's crazy what they can tell with genetics. It really is. Um, I didn't realize that they, I mean they can predict So many things about your health and your future just from your genetics. So one of Isaac's um, things that showed up was his MAO slash B. I don't even truly understand what that is. Uh, monoamine oxidase. And there are two different types. Um, They play a role in oxidation of neurotransmitters. So when I was looking at his, his actually is predicting that he is more predisposed to addiction. And I think, first of all, as a mother, of course, you know, my heart sinks and I'm just like, oh my gosh, we're going to have to have these talks about um, alcohol and drugs from like age five. Like we're going to start talking about this and be sure that he he knows the dangers of addiction because genetically he's predisposed to addiction. And y'all, that is, to me, if they said... The only information we're going to give you for $200 is if your child is more prone to addiction or not. I would pay that day in and day out every day because that's good for you to know because that's going to affect how we parent our child. That's going to affect how we discuss addiction. That's going to affect... You know, the fact that we don't keep any alcohol in our house, which we, we don't drink anyway, but if we were someone who kept alcohol in the house, that's something that would need to be gone because our son is predisposed to addiction. So all of these things were shown up from a genetic test and so worth it because at the end of your genetic testing panel, it breaks it down even easier. So it's in a beautiful table and it says you know, you're at risk for this or you're not at risk for that. And it's just very easy to read. And when you have all of that information sitting right before you, you can make better decisions for their health. Um, One of the things that showed up was that my son does not have um, a genetic marker for increased inflammation, which is great because, you know, inflammation is the cause of so many diseases. So we have that in our favor. And so that's a little bit of peace of mind for me to know that, also to know that, you know, some supplements we're giving him, they're not making it. They're not making it into where they're supposed to be. They're not hitting the brain. They're not getting into the blood system. They're not doing what they're supposed to. But now that we know, we can create a plan. We can create a supplementation plan to help him. And so that's really what I wanted to talk about was just the fact that We live in a beautiful time of technology where we can do these things, where we can help our children. We can take a deeper look into their genetics and understand maybe, you know, maybe the reason my child is not um, as active as they should be, maybe the reason that they're more fatigued is because they can't break down B6. Maybe that's all it is. Maybe all we need is a certain kind of B6 and my child can... Play normally and be happier and be more fulfilled. And to me, that is everything. And as a parent, I feel like we do all of these things to make our child happy. We buy them the iPad, we take them here, we do that. But do we ever take the time to really look at the root cause? Do we ever take the time to invest in, hey, let's see what's going on deeper? Let's see if I can help them from a genetic level, from the most basic level that we can get. And see if any of this is making sense. If maybe it is a supplement. Maybe it's not a supplement. But if it's not, then we know. So I think it's definitely worth exploring if you have a child on the spectrum. Or even if you have a child that you feel like is battling. I saw a statistic the other day about how many children. And this is children below the age of 16. Were chronically depressed. And it was scary. Oh my gosh, it was scary, y'all. There were there are so many children who are clinically depressed and is that because of the world we live in where we they are constantly getting hits of dopamine through their phones and through the ipad is it due to that or is it due to the fact that they are genetically predisposed to low dopamine could be um or could it be from the fact that maybe they're genetically sensitive to pesticides and everything that they're eating is full of pesticides we don't know Um, But by getting a genetic test, I feel like it is so important and it has really changed the way that I am treating my son. And this is part of our battle. This is part of our journey towards recovering is getting him exactly what he needs from this aspect. Uh, We try to give him everything he needs from therapy standpoint. We try to give him everything he needs as far as a detoxing standpoint and everything that he needs from a nutritional standpoint. So now we're just moving on. Like what does he need from a genetic standpoint? Like what is it that we are missing? And now that we have the test and I promise you, if I can read and interpret this, you can too. So do not feel like discouraged or feel that you wouldn't know what to do if you got the results. I promise it is so easy to read. And if you go to their website, you can download a sample report and see exactly what I'm talking about. It is very easy to read, very easy to interpret. And, you know, there are geneticists that you can hire to go through this data with you. Or you can just do like me and sit down at your computer for days and days and read and Google and it'll come to you, I promise. <laughs> so, with that being said, I really encourage you as we're battling this war on autism. This is a battle worth taking. I have been very pleased with it. I encourage you to do it if financially it is within your budget to spend an extra $200. Um, I would I would say it's it's well worth it. I feel like this is going to be a game changer for us because we are going to be able to supplement him correctly. We've actually already implemented some of them. And honestly, I'm sort of hoping that they knock out these night terrors. Just saying. It would be really, really nice. Um, But that is where we're at, and I do encourage you. It is a battle, and I know you sort of have to pick your battles sometimes from a financial standpoint and also from a mental standpoint because it's pretty exhausting. So I understand that, and... If this is something that resonates with you, if you feel like maybe this is the missing piece to your child's recovery, just go for it. I promise you will not be disappointed. It is well worth it. I will attach the link in the comments of this podcast because Max Gen Labs does a few different testings. So I will put the link to the one that I did, the exact one that I did. They also do a food sensitivity test, which we will do next. Um... We may wait until the new year, um, or we may wait until we get some tax refund before we order the other one, but it is in our future to do a food sensitivity test next, and I will keep y'all updated whenever we do, but I will put the link below in the comments if you want to explore it and get that ordered. I think it's a great thing, a great step forward, Um, and like I said, I've been really happy with it, so I will post it in the comments, but... Um, if you would like to connect with me further, you can find me on TikTok at Warren Autism. I talked about the genetic testing a little bit more on TikTok. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Allison underscore Smith underscore 89. You can find my War on Autism page on Facebook, or you can always visit my website at www.waronautism.org and that is ORG at the end. So until next time, my friends, fight the good fight. Bye-bye.